Hello, everybody. I'm Rick Todd. And I'm Jeremy Williams, and you're listening to Wine. Why Not, a queer podcast. Episode 21. Ooh. Ooh, we can drink. <laughs> well, you can. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that went really smoothly. There, yes. there I am without any notes. I'm a mess today. I have Free. no... Free balling it um, yeah. on, on the podcast. No net. I, I yeah, I'm operating no net, no notes. I type them all up. I have no idea what I'm gonna say. No so laptop in front of you. No readers on your eyes. <laughs> just a just water a and blurry some mess in front of you with no technology. Oh, <laughs> that's kind. Of, when I get a quick vision that that's what my life's gonna be like in like 30 years. No, no. Um, so, uh, before yeah. we talk about yes. what we did this week, I think there's something, uh, important we should acknowledge. Today is Jeremy's birthday. Oh, yay, it <laughs> is. Yay. I am 21. Oh, I, oh thank you. The, the live studio audience was on a delay, but, uh, I, I'm, I, I, I'm pretty sure the building just caved in right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what was going through my mind. Uh, so I turned 44 today. Well, happy birthday. I am an old, old man. Do you know what my favorite thing to do on people's birthdays is? Have we talked about this at all? Sing happy birthday? It 100% is, but with a little caveat. It's to get multiple people on a Zoom call oh. and then <laughs> sing happy birthday because nobody is in sync. Yeah. Nothing I mean, unless you get you... Justin Timberlake on the phone. Ah. I got that. If if you're a '90s kid, you got that. Um, yes, nothing like um, chaotic singing over Zoom. That's your, that's your kink. <laughs> it's so funny because we were we do this thing in the office where we we get some sort of dessert and everybody comes into the space. And so I told uh, the our coworkers earlier today. I said, "Listen, here's here's everything that I want you to bring in. Jeremy and I are going to sit down and start watching So Fierce." So we can talk about it on the podcast. So I'm going to message you on Teams. I'm going to tell you when to come in. And then they come in and they knock on the door. <laughs> and I was like, just, you're supposed just to open the in. door. We know you're coming. Oh, it was funny. But it's a good time. So happy yes. birthday. Thank you very much. Happy I appreciate birthday. it. I feel every day of 44 years. So what is it that you are drinking to celebrate your to birthday? To celebrate my birthday, we have deviated from the usual menage a trois. Um, and uh, we are drinking the latest in public specials. Uh, <laughs> so buy one, get get one, friends. Um, it's Bread and Butter, uh, their Cabernet, uh, from way back in 2021. It's where this collection came from. Um, and it's pretty good. Um, oh, is it? I don't know if it's called Bread and Butter because there's little bits of bread and butter in it, but it is pretty well, smooth. I, is it chunky? <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to be. I can't tell if that's the candy corns or the wine. Um, yeah, that's other something else to celebrate my birthday. Um, uh, when we went to uh, Publix, they had candy corn in the middle of June. And I know that most people hate that, but that's my favorite candy. So I was super happy they had candy corns. I'm so happy that while we were at Publix earlier, I told you that I'm not supposed to shop at Publix during oh, June. crap. So that you could announce it. All. Crap. I mean, while we were at Winn-Dixie. Well, hopefully that guy doesn't listen. So I'll admit to it. I made it. I made it a, a commitment to shop at Winn Dixie instead of Publix for the month yes. of June because Winn Dixie gives money to come out with Pride, and Publix oh. gives us heartache. <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, 
Uh, it was my fault. It was a it was a stop of convenience, and we needed to grab yeah. some supplies. I I made you. This was my stop at Publix, not yours. Send your letters to me, not Rick. I was gonna say, well, you you bought it. Anyway, so but then that's not true. So I bought the wine. What's funny is it was buy one get one. So I take a picture because I so we got the cab for you and I got the Pinot for my husband and I sent him a photo of it later and I said I, I bought you a present and I took a picture of the Pinot and sent it to him and his response was Bogo <laughs> and I said I was like yeah I was like but I told him that I bought him the bottle and gave you the free one. Oh, but smart. for your birthday, I'll tell you that I bought you the bottle and I'm gonna give him the free nice. one. Nice. Good thing he doesn't listen to the podcast or your <laughs> plan would be for none. I'm always jazzed when I hear who listens to the podcast. Cause I mean, I don't think any I, I feel like it's just you and I having a conversation and I don't know yeah. anybody's listening. So when I found out, um, and we'll talk about him later, but um the gay days owner. Yeah, um, Joseph Clark. Joseph Clark um, listens to it. And I thought I was like, really? And so uh, hopefully he's listening today. So we're probably yes. going to talk about him. Later. Well, just uh, if we're just going to give shout outs to our listeners, um, I also found out this past week my mother listens to this podcast. <laughs> and uh, so first, let me give a shout out um, for being the one who birthed me on this day forty four oh, years ago. Congratulations! Um, and uh, also, um, as I said in our phone call earlier this week. I will try to refrain from cursing. Um, my mother called and scolded me about cursing in, during the podcast. She goes, you don't need to say those words. Do you know what's so funny is I listen to My Favorite Murder, right? Talk mm -hmm. about it all the time on this podcast. They talk about how their parents tell them they curse too much and they, they don't <laughs> stop. But uh, I, I like the idea that somewhere in this universe exists some sort of scorecard as to who's cussing and who's not and who's saying what and what's the worst. Yes. And my mother is keeping it. Um, for those who weren't keeping score last episode, Rick said one curse word, asshole. And I said the F word many, many times. <laughs> you know, unfortunately for your mom... I'm very competitive, <laughs> so now <laughs> I'm going to start dropping some crazy curse words. Uh, now, so uh, so happy birthday! Yes, and now we got we got what you're drinking. So tell us what how was your week? What'd you do? Oh, what was my week like? Um, I feel like this is going to be kind of the uh, just the the way things go, at least for the month of June, because June is so so busy for us, and it's it's LGBTQ Pride Month, and it started off with Gay Days, and uh, we're uh, in the middle of the um, the Pulse Remembrance uh, stuff right now, so it all tends to blend together. <laughs> so I was trying to remember something that I did this week, um, and I couldn't remember a thing. So um, what I'm gonna talk about is what um, uh, something I watched this week, rewatched this week. That you hadn't watched and I told you to uh, recommend it to you. But I spent a good portion of last week rewatching Vicious, uh, which is a British sitcom. And it has um, Ian McKellen and some other guy. Um, two old I wish I gay knew, British queens. I wish I knew who the, like, the, I wish I had my laptop because I want to know who that other, I know he's famous. I know he's played um, ba a bad guy on a show before, I feel. Um, but yeah, so it's Derek Jacoby. Um, let's pull up his uh, Wikipedia page really quick. Now, I I do recognize him from Gladiator. Gladiator <laughs> as you the can't late say it without saying it like that. As the late Elizabeth Taylor would would say. Um, See now, why are the Tonys bragging that they did the Tonys without teleprompters when clearly it started with Elizabeth Taylor at the Oscars? Yeah, 
Exactly. She never got the credit that was due to her for anything she did. Trendsetter. Mm-hmm. She was the first um, to marry a slew of gay men. Yeah, <laughs> she was. Her and Judy Garland. Um, so uh, something else that I know him from that uh, I don't know if a whole lot of people outside of my um, very uh, niche market of uh, 80s kid and nerd kid. Um, but uh, there was an animated film called Secret of the Nim that came out in the early 80s. And he was the voice of Nicodemus, which was the old mouse. So whenever I hear him, even though in the show Vicious he talks with a much higher tone, all I hear is Nicodemus, and it, it weirds me out because I was like, "You're not a rat." <laughs> I th- this is gonna sound like a stupid question, um, but because I'm sure every rat movie ends up here at some point or another. But is there like a scene where they're all like in a sewer? Um, I'm trying to remember. No, like they're, they're getting washed away somehow, and they're like getting someone's blown down an air tank. Or a, an air vent when they're escaping the lab. Okay. And then their land is underneath the rose bush. And it's very sewery like, but it's all underground, okay. caves and stuff. Um, but uh, it's a hilarious show. It's very mm. British. If you're not into British humor, um, it might not be your thing, but it's two queens. They've been together for like 40 plus years. And they talk to each other like you'd think they hate each other. Um, and maybe that's why it cracks me up, because me and my roommate Chris have a very um, vicious <laughs> relationship like that. Um, but it cracks me up, and it's got, uh, uh, for Game of Thrones fans, it's got, uh, I forget his name in the show, but he's the one who cut off the guy's thingy. And yeah, he's like the, the, e- the evil guy who also was the one that, that, that beat up the Lannister. Uh, yeah. Not um, Lannister, the Stark uh, girl. The Stark girl. Um, and took over Winterfell and... Uh, yeah, eat my spoiler. Dogs. By the way, shot an arrow through the little boy, the little Stark. I mean, he's just an asshole. Yeah, Sorry, terrible about. person on that show. <laughs> However, didn't on... say fucking asshole. So you're okay. <laughs> oh no, the phone's Ooh, ringing. Score one for Rick. <laughs> um, so uh, he is lovable in this show, and it's so weird watching because I watched this show before I watched Game of Thrones back when it first came out in like 2013, and uh, I was not. I didn't hop on the Game of Thrones train until. After the show had already. <laughs> until after the pandemic. Until, yeah, even after the pandemic. And I watched it and then went back and was rewatching Vicious. And it's so weird to see him on that show now after watching Game of Thrones. Uh, but right, because he's, he's cute and he's smiley just, and he's adorable. He's charming and adorable. And it's like, that's not who I remember. Somebody must hurt him real bad to make mm-hmm. him act the way he is. But acts. there is one episode. I don't know if, you, if you've watched any of it yet, but there's one, one episode. One and a half. That's all that Jen and Dylan could stomach. Was one and a half episodes. <laughs> um, did you watch the gym episode where they go work out? No, I oh, watched. Okay. You know what I watched was the well. There was the opening episode, which is just awkward because. But every pilot's awkward. Yeah. And then there was the episode where he was going to the premiere of his Doctor, or he was going to a, oh the some Doctor kind of Who con, one, Doctor yeah. Who one, and that was kind of sweet. Yeah, um, there's a gym one where the both of them. Um, want to, you know they're older and they want to start uh, getting uh, in shape, so they go to the gym, and uh, um, they find they meet a gay trainer who is like, oh, I'm going to train you guys, and like takes their money and stuff, and they start to latch onto him and ignore the Game of Thrones guy, and so he meets the trainer in the locker room and tells him he needs to stay away from his two old gays. And a little bit of his Game of Thrones character comes out, and I was like, oh, there he is. I knew he was there. Why did he, did he strap a, a, put a rat in a bucket and strap it to he, the guy's stomach? He and threatened 
some terrible thing. Now he uh, he 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 just uh, he just said that uh, where he comes from, they do terrible things, and he will do terrible yeah, things. That's to him. one of the most hard to watch things for me in Game of Thrones was when they would put those rats in those mm. like buckets and tape strap them to people's body and then heat it up so the rat would dig through them. To yeah. The, the hardest thing for me to watch was when uh, uh, the brother is fucking his sister. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I I didn't want to watch that. That comes easier to others, I guess. <laughs> I wait. I'm sitting here trying to be mature, but your choice of words is making it difficult. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> I spent most of last week still unpacking boxes. It's it's a process. Uh, moving. Uh, so p- unpacking some boxes, watching Vicious, and uh, recouping from gay days. Did you? I heard, I read something somewhere that there's like a new Game of Thrones. Like they're they're rebooting Game of Thrones with Jon Snow and people. There is talks, early talks, um, and they've been back and forth of doing a mini series of what happened to Jon Snow when he went back up to the wall. Um, it got as far as they had a release date for it, and then during the pandemic, it got canceled or kind of put back on the shelf. And there's rumors that it might be coming back, but I'm not sure where they are in that process. But there is talks of a miniseries just to kind of finish up his story of him back on the wall. I wonder. I, I think I read something else. I mean, it, like, like that it was just the continuation of it, and that he was on board to come back. Yeah, the only thing that I've heard is the, is the miniseries where he just continues on in a miniseries as Jon Snow. But, the, like, all the other players aren't there. In, in, in a case like this in my, in my normal life, I would, I would have a conversation with Jen where that same, like, three-sentence conversation would go on for 45 minutes and just said, and I was, like, going to say, so, so you didn't read that it's this? Because I read it, and it would just keep going and going. Yeah, no, I, all That's I heard great. was it was a Jon Snow miniseries. <laughs> Uh, what great, what what great listening entertainment for for our listeners. Sorry, Ma. That <laughs> happens when you take away our f uh, words. <laughs> our uh, as SpongeBob and Patrick call them, our word enhancers. <laughs> um, how was your week? It was good. It was it was kind of busy actually. Um, you know, I've been I've been in Orlando. I almost said I've been stuck in Orlando for two weeks, <laughs> and that's not really how I feel about it. Um, I love Orlando. But I've been in Orlando like two weeks solid, mm-hmm. or maybe it was three weeks solid, and I miss my husband. I haven't seen him. Uh, I mean, he did come here for gay days, and we spent a couple of days together. But I spent most of my week in St. Pete, so it was kind of nice to to be out there. And we have we each have a dog, and it's nice for the dogs to to. Be, it's nice for the dogs to be together. It's nice for he and I to be together, <laughs> but it's also nice for the dogs to be. Really, together. what this marriage is about is making sure the dogs get <laughs> yeah, time yeah. together. <laughs> uh, it's all about the dogs. Uh, but it was it was cool. Um, there's a, there was an art sp- space that opened uh, last week, and it was Friday night. And Chad Mize, who is a phenomenal artist uh, out in in the St. Pete area, he uh, has this this brand new art space called Space, and it's attached to St. Pete Distillery. So uh, what they wanted to do was utilize this space in a way that was meaningful for people in the city. So they they brought him on board and said, here is the space, do what you want with it, uh, create art shows, whatever, but do something. And I believe that quarterly they're going to do these big shows and, and bring people in. So this was the first the first of those shows. And it was LGBTQ focused because it's oh. June. But the it was curated to be, it's called Hotbox. 
and it's about hot topic items in the LGBTQ community, So, which he should go see it. It was really cool, but you know, it, it was very Saint Pete. It's great. It's just there's so such a variety of people. Every every town has a vibe. Right. Tell us Saint Pete's vibe. <laughs> I will say this. Space. He's <laughs> cartoon villain. <laughs> Got a craft beer, craft cocktail kind of vibe to it. No Bud Light or Coors Light at this space. <laughs> not, not if Kid Rock has anything to say about it. Uh, but it's it's it was there was also like just a wide range of people too. It's just really cool. St. Pete's a great city and and the the artwork there is phenomenal and people really care mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. art there and and I think it's obvious when you go to a show like that. There were some really fantastic pieces. I bought a shirt that I really like and it's this book that you open up the book and then there's a rainbow that connects the pages when the book's open and it just says reading is gay. Oh, very nice. I like it. Um, I like to think that uh, while he was being shown around the space and they were like, this is your space, your art space. And he just assumed that that was supposed to be the name of it. And he goes, all right, space. (laughs) (laughs) They keep telling me this is space. So it is space. Uh, Um, It's like... um, Oh, why? Bill Hader um, on SNL when he would do um, Stefan. And like all the clubs are just random. It's like, I went to a club, bucket. And it's just like random one word things. That's what space reminds me of. Do you, um, do you watch the Practical Jokers? No, but my mother does. Oh, uh, your mom and I have, well, we've talked about this. Your mom and I have a lot in common. Yes. Um, we can sit around and watch CBS all night, great old time. <laughs> um, there's this. Have you seen the episode of Impractical Jokers where Sal goes to an art show? No. Oh, it's so ridiculous. It's so stupid. He makes this voice. I wish I could do it. I don't do impressions as well as you do. Uh, but they they ask him to to make this weird voice when he's talking about art, and he just walks up to stuff and he's like, "Oh my god, it's so good!" And he's just, it's so stupid, and I wanted so bad to do that, but I couldn't. I don't want to ruin it. We were there to. You don't want to ruin the space. I did not. Uh, So that was one thing that I did that Friday. Then on Saturday, I think I went to the opposite uh, end of the spectrum there on things to do uh, in St. Pete. And that's when I went to see the Rays play. Um, Because it was Pride. They call it Pride Night, but it was at four in the afternoon. So I'm just going to say Pride Day (laughs) at the Rays. Pride late afternoon. Yeah. Um, Tea time party with the Rays. Ooh, I like that. That'd be fun. and it was a lot of fun. It's it's a cool thing. They 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 kind of go all out with it. You know, there's um, tons of rainbow merchandise. Uh, they they passed out stickers. I didn't. I apparently I bought my tickets the wrong way, so I didn't get the cool koozie that came with the oh. ticket. Yeah, because usually when we go, come out St. Pete, which is uh, an, an organization in St. Pete that does a pride. A, a, does a pride <laughs> thing in October. So it's not St. Pete Pride. It's yeah. come out. St. Oh, Pete, come out St. Pete. And, That's and right. it's it's. It's a sort of Grand Central Focus event that happens, and they typically rent out what's called the Papa John's um, pen, um, bullpen, where it's it's right by the, the Rays bullpen, which is where the pitchers warm up if they're yeah. going to you know, get in the game or whatever. But it's this, it's ground level. It's, it's right off the first baseline in the outfield, and it's just it's incredible to sit there and watch this game. 
and I love it, and I buy tickets every year to go to that. But something happened this year where they didn't get that space. They got a space a little higher up in one of the boxes, but I'm a fan of baseball. I don't. I go because I want to watch the game. So I was like, well, I'll just go online and buy tickets, and I bought them through the website for the Rays or like through Major League Baseball and not through some pride link, mm. which was bad. But You I don't had, get your pride merch unless you buy it through their link. I mean, if you're a baseball fan and you know anything about the stadium seating, so we were four rows up from the Rays dugout. Yeah. It was super fun. We were right there in the middle <clears> of the action, <throat> like right at first base. Wow. So we could see uh, everything that was going on. It was super fun. I did. I mean, if I had a ticket like that, I'd sit there all game just watching the whole game. Right. The entire I mean, time. I couldn't imagine if I had a ticket with seats that amazing that I would leave for even an I inning. Wouldn't even, no, I, that you have a cup. You don't even have to leave the pee. Yeah. You just stay in your seat all nine innings. Wait, I did get, I did leave for like an inning or two to go to the, because mm. it was the, because it was pride. There was a, there was, there's a reception for LGBTQ people that you get invited to go up to. Uh, it's like the movers and shakers of St. Pete and Tampa are all up there. So we went up there to, to say hi. The mustache to waxers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, um, and some people, I ran into the One Magical Weekend uh, guys. Um, oh, what were they doing over there? They, I, they were in town for something, and so they're like, hey, let's go to the Pride game. And so I went up there and, and, and hung out with them and met the mayor of Treasure Island and, and said hi to some people and then went back down. The guy who turned Pinocchio into a donkey? Didn't they go? No, they went to Pleasure Island. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you can't hang out with him. He's going to turn y'all into donkeys. I'm not a real boy anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, then, then we went back. It was kind of interesting to be kind of in the in the thick of it. You know, like the tickets were super pricey. Yeah. Right? So, you know, you, you think about <clears> – <throat> Being at a sporting event surrounded by people who can afford that, and what those people must must be like, it made for a very interesting game. But I learned something that I think is crazy. Were they drinking out of their gold goblets, not wanting to touch the pores? No, I, I mean I got this. I'm just getting this the sense that they were super conservative, like Ugh. Trump supporting really super rich people, because they all they were talking about was their boats and their. Their trips to here and, and all this kind of stuff. You know what I learned this past week? That no matter how rich you are in Florida, we apparently all get our shower curtains from Walmart. <laughs> oh. that, that Donald Trump photo, I know I've seen that garbage can and that uh, shower curtain liner as a combo at Walmart. He paid nine ninety nine for that. You know, that's something that I will say I love about gay people is when they saw those photos, they just went to town <laughs> trashing the decor. They don't even care that there's boxes of <laughs> classified documents. They're like, look, you have how much money? You have a chandelier in your bathroom and the cheapest shower, not even a real shower curtain, a shower liner. You know, somebody said uh, in a thread I was reading, they were like, come on, Donald, you couldn't even put the boxes in the bathroom with the gold toilet. Right. And then somebody said, gold toilet. I'm way more concerned about that shower curtain. And then there was just bam, 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 bam. It was funny. Uh, but what I learned at these events, because uh, I've never paid attention to it before, and all of a sudden, like, second inning in, the um, one of the ushers comes down and, you know, taps this, this lady who has been sitting there silent the whole game and says, excuse me, I've gotten some complaints that you're being really noisy 
and I need you to to watch that, you what? know, sort of thing. And then everybody around was like, are you insane? This woman hasn't said two words the whole game. So then, and I'm like, how is this even possible? So we start l- looking around, and there's, like, this big sign up on, on this, like, uh, LED thing that says, if you have a problem um, with any anything going on in your section, to text this number what it is and where the problem is. And so somebody had texted that she was causing a problem, and the only thing I can think of is she was wearing a pride shirt. Mm. And that's crazy. And then the a guy next to me who I think, I mean, I guess when you're sitting that close to the field in in sporting events, you automatically have to become best friends with whoever's sitting around you. So my new best friend to my left, he there was a part where the the girls the the hype girls came out and stood on the dugout and were throwing things out and he wanted a t-shirt, so he lifted his shirt up like this and shook it. And like four innings later, security comes down and says, Excuse me, sir, uh they they, they tell you not to lift your shirt and the guy was not he was zero humor, angry. Ooh. Don't lift up your shirt. I'm like, ooh, which I don't understand because I don't you watch like clips of of, of college games. Where, I don't know or, about where people other teams. Are shirts off with their with the letters on their stomachs. This um, I don't know about other teams, but I do know that if you follow the Rays on social media, it specifically says these are not a tits out kind of game. It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> just keep just keeping your shirt, sir. Keep it in your shirt. We've got yeah. families here. We've but got it was, good, it was a good time. I, I love baseball. And I just I, as I was sitting there, I was like, why don't I come to more games? It was really fun. Well, that sounds fun. Do you uh, want to talk about what we did yesterday? You want to pass over that? <laughs> sure. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let me have another drink first. Hold on. <laughs> mm. You and I drove down to Sebring, which if you look on a map, it looks like it's Maybe two hours, but I don't know about you, but we traveled for nine days to get there. <laughs> um, by camel. It, it is not a, a town in Florida that is accessible by an interstate. So you take interstate for part of it, and then you take like county roads or whatever they call those roads that we were on that cut through little yeah, towns. Yeah, like state roads and county roads. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we finally get there. Um, we there there was traffic there was weather i mean it i felt like i was in a live version of oregon trail yeah. trying to get my people to safety well you know i i got i left we pretty much left around the same time yeah. i feel you uh, were coming, coming in from, from st Pete. i was coming in from orlando and like i was on the interstate for like a mile after the skyway bridge and it was all back roads yeah. that. lots of cows lots of horses Lots of places that Lots I was afraid. Lots of pickup trucks with bumper stickers that do not share values yeah. with me. Yeah, and I'm wearing my Reading is Gay shirt, and and I've got, it was, I think, 94 miles to where I had to go, and I had 94 miles left of gas in Ooh. my car, and I was like, I am not stopping along the side of this road for anything. So, yeah, so I get there. And then I text you or I call you to say, like, hey, how much longer is it going to be? Because I was like, should I go in or wait for you? And you're like, 45 45 more minutes. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just go in and look around. And then two minutes later, I was like, you had looked around. What am I going to do? No, I mean, bless their hearts. They're they're a small town. So when I pulled up, I was not expecting, like, come out with pride or St. Pete pride where you've got thousands of people with um, vendors and tents and stuff. But uh, if you've been to Sebring, their main town is this roundabout circle 
which I guess is like their downtown. And uh, they were walking that. And I think, I don't know if this is what they call it, but the guy there referred to it as their little city on the circle, which totally made sense. Yeah. Because, like, the circle. Yeah, it's just a circle around, like, the middle of the and town. there's, like, nine streets pole. that come off of it, off yeah. of the circle. Um, so uh, their, their pride was walking that circle four times, because this was the fourth annual Sebring Pride, and then a festival down one of the little streets um, that uh, uh, it was a $10 cover charge to get in, and they had the street roped off. And there was maybe four or five tables, vendors. There was a food truck. Ten? There's ten tables. And uh, some of them were doubled up. Um, <laughs> uh, a food truck and a DJ. Um, so we go there, and you know it, the people are celebrating. And then they all go into the wine bar that's there, and they're doing a drag show. Um, and I get it. There's you know there there's certain laws now, so they didn't want to um, get fined or anything. So it was a closed off ticketed event. Um, but it was like we get there, and there's no tickets to be bought. So. We just kind of hung out in the parking lot for a little bit, like hoodlums from a 1950s greaser movie. And uh, they were like, all right, I guess we're not going to see no drag queens. And then we left. Uh, I know it's your birthday and another year older, but hoodlums? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I want to I want to say this about it. Um, the work that they're doing is super important, and that's why I wanted to go. It's just to kind of see it and experience it from like you know, kind of the it's not the ground level. This is the fourth time that they've done it, yeah. but you know, it is. It's a small it's a small city, but the work that they're doing matters so much to the people that it matters to. And you know, when before you got there, there were a couple of speeches, and there was a guy who gave a speech about the, the event the night before. He has a trans son, and he took his trans son to this event, and there was another uh, person there, uh, part of the LGBTQ community, who went up to them and just said, I thought I was alone, and in this city, I didn't think anybody else was here that was like me, and so he got to, to meet somebody who was trans and have a conversation about it and, and get connected, and I, that's what it's all about. It's about connecting the community, and I thought it's great. Uh, I do think, though, it's okay to say that if you are hosting an event and you would like the media to cover that event, that you might want to <laughs> let, let the, the media, media into in the event. To the event. Um, At so least yeah. one person to snap a picture or two. It's yeah, okay. and uh, I mean, and this is, a, it doesn't matter how big or small your pride is, this is a discussion that has been going on for years about whether you should charge people for pride. And I get that you've got to raise funds, but... Charging people $10 to go into your street festival that consisted of a handful of tables and a food truck seemed a bit excessive. Maybe asking for a donation would have been more, uh, uh, would have seemed less. Well, yeah, it seems how we spent, you know, $342 on gas to get there. <laughs> yeah. um, gas prices ain't cheap. Um, and I drove with no AC, and my passenger side window motor burnt out, so my window was halfway up. Is that why... Is that why Chris looked like that when he got there? He sure, yeah. He not only had to be windblown, but we hit rain a little bit, and his window would not go up. Oh, so, no. Um, yeah, we we um, we faced the elements to get there. <laughs> you know, and just, then we're turned away from a drag show. I no, want to say fun. that um, Chris is delightful. He really is. It is always fun hanging out with him. We had a great time. 
And then in, in, after that, when we, we decided we were going to go eat, but we didn't know the area, and I was wearing a gay shirt. And I'm so like, we dr- yeah. So I was like, we're going to go to the area I know. So we went to, in honor of Cracker Barrel's post about yes. their gay rocking chair. Um, we went to Cracker Barrel, and whether, regardless of what you support, at the end of the day, if it is your birthday, they will give you a free slice of Coca-Cola cake. So you go to Cracker Barrel, like you can get your free it's cake. It's pretty delicious. Oh my God. We talked about this at dinner. My, uh, I have a very long history with Cracker Barrel with my family. My dad was a manager there. My brother was. My mom, my old, younger brother, my sister, they've all worked at Cracker Barrel's at different times over the last 20 years. And uh, I, as a little fat kid in the late 90s, early 2000s, would go see my mother at Cracker Barrel. Um, and I would stay and have a piece of Coca-Cola cake. Tell her every day was your birthday. (laughs) She's like, I'm your mother. I know when your birthday is. Uh, The family was entrenched in Cracker Barrel. I didn't pay for food there. (laughs) But every day I would get a piece of Coca-Cola cake. Which might be why you're able to say you're a little fat kid. (laughs) It is not health food, but it is some delicious Uh, good stuff. Yes. Um, And it's... It doesn't matter what town or city you're in. When you walk into a Cracker Barrel, you step back into 1950s Alabama. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's regardless yeah. of where you're at. Jen sent me a, a, a video today of uh, a gay guy talking about Cracker Barrel. And it shows the picture of the deer holding the shotgun. <laughs> and I'm like, is that from Orlando? Or they all have the exact All same? the fireplaces have a deer's head okay. and a shotgun above the fireplace. Uh, that's crazy. I will point out, too, that this was like the gayest... Cracker Barrel. The entire staff was homosexuals. Pretty much. Yes. And although this this video did say, because we had a long conversation last night about what the stars mean on their apron. And the thing says the in the video, the guy's like, What do these stars mean on your apron? He's like, Oh, that's how many Waffle House employees you killed. Uh, it's like video. it's a rank structure. If you were ever in the military, then you know Cracker Barrel runs itself like it was in the. It's it's a military restaurant, uh, but they have general star rankings and for they their are, service. and they now allow gays in the military and Cracker they Barrel. Now let gays into the Cracker Barrel. I'll tell you, I went, when I was in college in the nineties, Cracker Barrel was not what I walked into last night. Yes, it was totally different and crazy. Good, 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 yes. good. Progress. See, progress. It's, progress, it's got to happen somewhere. Speaking of progress, gay days. Oh no, we're no. gonna you know we're gonna do something special because we lied Ugh. to you. We lied to you. We couldn't we couldn't I not. blocked this out and I forgot we were doing I this. I know. I'm gonna tell you what, that <laughs> this this if you want to blame anybody for the next five to ten minutes of this show, blame. Let's be Jeremy. honest, the next twenty minutes. <laughs> but there's only three contestants to talk about. Okay. Um so we told you last week that because Gidget, who should have won so fierce, was eliminated from yes. the competition that we were going to watch it if you wanted to know who won watch the finale but after we closed the after we put the cork back in the bottle last week <laughs> I wasn't putting my finger in my mouth I don't know where these hands have been <laughs> that was pretty good I just I wish that people could wish we were on video and that people could see like there was this look in Jeremy's face where he was like, he's going to say the words, and I'm going to make the sound. And then he was like, how am I going to do it? Um, so anyway, uh, Jeremy was like, we should probably watch it and yeah, talk about it. Yeah, there was one episode left. We have suffered through. We might as well. It's like a pregnancy. We suffered through nine months of this baby, <laughs> Canadian baby. It's time to push her out. <laughs> and, and we were hoping... 
that, you know, that maybe they listened to the things we had to say, and then maybe they would redeem everything in this last episode. <laughs> Wrong answer. I, also, I know that's not how it works. Um, I mean, I'm sure they're listening right now. But, uh, well, not right now. By the way, if you've been so enthralled with the conversations that we've had about Sophia's, it is important for me to let you know before we talk about the finale that they are currently casting for season two. It was such well, if they a wa- hit. If they want us to talk about it, they better cast an Orlando queen. Because <laughs> I ain't watching it oh, if I don't on. know one of them. Who, who are we kidding? We, we will hate watch the shit out of that, that show. That is true. <laughs> uh, we are, we are going to get together this week, and we are going to put the list together of uh, shows that we're going to hate watch and come back to you all with. Did you know that the host of or the, the guest judges in this episode that we were talking about, that they have their own show on Out TV? I did not. Who were the guest hosts? Oh, you know what? I don't have my oh, notes. Oh, you don't have your notes, and it's I didn't the, write their names. It's, it, 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 it was confusing to me because they kept, it sounded like they kept calling them the Wil, the Wilbers, but it's like the Vilbers. The Vilbers. But it's, they are but from it's, Sweden. Yes. And they talk a lot of dust. <laughs> They're like, well, so happy about how it's so fast. What is it? That, uh, that, episode, that of, episode of SNL yeah. with Pedro Pascal when he wakes up from the coma? That is how they talk. <laughs> That's hilarious. It was, ooh, I, I know. the speaker. <laughs> I, the, okay, first of all, and nothing against anybody in the community or anybody in the world who gets Botox, but this one queen... Some. Who was talking like that? She was like, like her mouth moved. None of her face moved. It It was so Botox. But she's like this. She's like, they're all so excited to be here today. And there's like no excitement, and I'm dying. They were my favorite thing about the show. It. Um, we definitely are gonna watch the show. Yeah. (laughs) But it is so crazy. Um. But yes. So just to recap, we had um. Uh, three contestants left. Um, I will give you their real names and then the nicknames we've had for them all season. Oh, I can tell you their names. Oh, I've got the okay. You tell me the names. I'll give yeah, you my nicknames. Yeah, yes. I can remember off the top. It's only three names. I don't need notes for that. Uh, so there was Benjamin, the Hobbit, Missy, the Mohawk, and Diana, Scissor Sister. <laughs> um, I, I feel like there's like a a game yes. right where <laughs> Mohawk beats Mohawk beats Scissor, Mohawk beats Scissors, Hobbit, beats Hobbit beats Scissor Sister. <laughs> Um, Let's play Hobbit Mohawk Scissor. Ready? So the Three, theme, because they've had a theme each one, each episode. This theme was just runway. It's like, give us your best runway look. Um, and so. Um, uh, I'm sure they really wanted to tie it to a sport, though. Um, big and Little is what I'll call the hosts, because I don't remember their names. So Big and Little oh, come Barbada? out. Barbados. Barbada? Barbada. And, and I really like her. She, I think she's a great host and, uh, of the show. And Lufthansa? Uh, Jaime. Jaime. Uh, is the, is the, Jaime is the mentor, but then Jaime in drag is Lucinda, yes. who is the judge. And I want, I, I want to tell you the story because I want all of you who have ever watched that show to uh, relish in this. So Jen, after our show, uh, listening to the show last week, called me, and she's like, <laughs> She's like, I'm going to say something that sounds so stupid. And I'm like, what? She's like, it was during your show that I realized that Jaime and Lucinda are the same person. For the entire season, she has thought they are two different people. So one thing I will say is good on you, Jaime. You fooled Jennifer. Yeah. She also wasn't aware that Michael and Janet Jackson are the same person. Oh. Huh. Allegedly. Interesting. Um, 
Oh, crap. I was trying to think of two, and I couldn't. I was going to add to the joke, but I had nothing to add. Um, so before we get to the, kind of the breakdown of the episode, um, just give me your overall thoughts on this episode and the season. Since we watched the whole thing, what was your thoughts of this, this show? The show? I love the guest. I'm so happy that I watched it. I couldn't. It's just, they were like a, one of the gowns would come out, and she's just like, I love this gown. It's, I'm so oh my happy. God. That is such a <laughs> You're making way too many facial movements. You got to like. I, that, I am baffled. The, enti- the, the thing I took away from the show is I am baffled how she can talk like that. But have no facial movement because you do have to move your whole face to talk like that. I imagine <laughs> underneath the Botox that the muscles are moving, but the surface muscles are like, why not gonna move? And they were wearing like these these white contacts. Both yes. of them were. And it's just I want you to picture Lady Gaga from her bad romance video. That these are two extras from that. They're both completely dolled up in these weird Gaga-esque costumes. One's got his entire face covered, except for his deep sunken eyes and his mouth. I feel like too, like the like he was did he have black makeup on the top part of the He had face? to have, because there was some he, almost like Batman. It's like he had yeah. a cowl on and there was it, black makeup to darken up the whites around his eyes. Yeah. It and, was just weird. And so all you saw were his lips move and yeah. her lips move. And so that was great. You know, I will say that I the last couple of episodes, for the majority of them, I've started to really appreciate their their work. You know, some of it's, most of them, most of them, all except for one. And I, I, you know, I'm sorry, and I'm sure if she ever listens to this podcast, she will be saddened by it. But what, one thing they did in this episode is they took the three contestants and they went back and showed every garment that they've made up to this point. And when they got to to Missy's, it was just a string of, like you said last week, it was just a string of trash, piles of trash. And 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 I know that that's what she, and you know, she does that's this, her shtick. She does this thing the whole the whole this whole episode where she moves her hands and she does this like she's know, so fidgety. Yeah, and and you know, and when she said to the judges that she appreciates that they got it, and that's great that they got it. I just don't get it, and that's okay too, right? So there are things that I like and things that I don't. Uh, she's probably a lovely human being, uh, but I'm sure and, she and, is. And, and in some circles they will say that she is super talented in that that she does. I just don't. It's visually not something yes. that I would want to see. The people and, who would say that she is super talented probably also hang out at Marilyn Manson's house. <laughs> well, and when she walks away, they probably go, "That was trash." Mm, maybe I maybe. don't know. So there's that. You know, I just—it's hard to say overall of the show. We we know, right? We talk about this. There's a limited budget. Um, so we're gonna watch season two because I'm I'm fascinated to see what they do. Like if they up their budget, mm-hmm, uh, because mm-hmm. without telling who the winner is, do you want to talk about what the what they got for winning? Um, if you at any time in your life took wood shop in high school. What they got was something that was made by a C student. <laughs> it was a flat piece of wood. A flat piece of wood. With a, a, dowel. A, ro- a dowel. And then 
one of the like a wooden needle, the needle that they gave out each yeah. episode or each sitting yeah. on top of it. Not sitting a bigger needle, no. not a golden needle. No, not wood. A, and it's not even like they painted not, the wood. It's like they made it from plywood and they said that that works. Right. It was like when you get the raw wood from IKEA yeah. and then you're like, oh, you can stain it yourself. They're like, here, you're a designer, stain it yourself. Yeah. I would have thought it would have been dazzled. It would something. Yes, shiny. I mean, something. even like what's that show? Um, nailed it. I mean, even the people yes. on that show get some quirky little now cool that, trophy. I don't really dig cor- um, corporates. I don't really dig a uh, competitive reality show, but I could watch Nailed It uh, all day long. I love Nicole. I love the show. I love the French guy, <laughs> Frenchie. Oh, yeah. I love everything and, about and, that and show. And their, their, what's the guy's name that does the, the intern? <gasps> the hot guy who brings out... <laughs> I love well, him. We, we hot means different things. We to do. Us. Yes, we have very different tastes. I think he's hot. I think he's adorable. And I think hot. he's hilarious, and I think it's hilarious. Like, a, is hot. That to is me. a great show. Any out TV? Yes. Watch nailed it. Out TV. If for you're some, listening, give me pointers. and Rick a show, a gay version of nailed it, and we will make you superstars. Oh my God! Would you would you would you do a French accent for that? And I'll be. I'll like, be like, Oh my God! That's how I was about taking by my side. Anyway, let's get to the winners. Okay, so okay. there was three. Um, well, there weren't three winners. No, no, there wasn't three. There were three contestants. Oh my God! Before we do that, I'm yes. sorry. Can we just talk about this thing that we think happens every show? Okay. It's- yes. <laughs> it is. So- okay. I want you all to listen to this carefully. Then I want you to go back and watch every episode because I'm pretty sure we're right. There are in every episode, Jaime. Um, comes in and he asks each contestant, oh, what are you working on? How's this going? They and call then, it the design phase. Yes. And he stands at the door and looks out at everybody as they design. And then he says like words of encouragement to them. And I swear, I have, I have no proof of this, but I am 100% certain he is speaking to an empty room. Because there is the way that they cut back and forth it does not appear that they are reacting to what he is saying. Yeah, not at all. No. And so this last episode, he delivers this, what's supposed to be this heart- Heartfelt, heart, emotional, like, by the way, phony emotions. I've learned so much from you in this process, kind of a speech, and you're also super talented. And Jeremy looks up at me and he goes, there's nobody in that fucking no, room. He's speaking to an empty room. I know he is. And it's it's just the way that they talk, and they cut to him. Nobody is reacting to what he's saying. So, um, if the budget is increased, I need you to either send your editor to editing school or hire a new editor because that is not properly edited. He's not using the reactions to what they're saying. Well, he's probably. I mean, I don't want to throw him under the bus. He's probably working with the best that he's had. If there's no footage of them together, True. he can't do it. But just put a shot of, of like, behind Jaime looking out over everybody. Yes. Yeah. Prove us wrong. In season two, also, I want to see an over-the-shoulder shot, Jaime in the room with them talking to them. Now, I did notice this, or I didn't notice this, so that made me think, maybe they listened to us and they took our advice, but there was no laptop in this. That is true. They did tighten up the shot. Good for you. Good for you, so fierce. That is such a fierce shot. <laughs> and you're welcome. Um, I do want to say, though, it has been a pleasure to discuss this show. I have, I have in some weird way, really enjoyed it all. Uh, and again, yeah. I want to say, 
that I we watched it because of Gidget. We love Gidget. Gidget's Gidget should have won. Super I'll say talented, it right now. Gidget should have won. Super awesome, wonderful, and happy. I'm and um, okay. So now let's talk about who won. Yes. Okay. So uh, as we stated, this was the last episode. It was um, uh, it was uh, three uh, contestants. It was uh, Benjamin uh, Hobbit, uh, Mohawk Missy, and Scissor Sister Diana. Um, Hobbit was the first one to come out. And oh yeah, runway. We talked about the yeah, it's a runway. Thing. So he created this very flesh-toned um, pile kind of, of tools, topless. Um, the like the only thing that that the from the waist up that there was well, because it kind of came a little above the waist yeah. skirted, but it was just leather a leather strap yeah, harness, a flesh cover. Everything was flesh colored. It matched the flesh tone of the model. Yeah, um, and it was a harness that just a little strip that went across the nipples, and then. Uh, arm shoulder things to hold it up, and that was it. Yeah, and then it was one point seven five meter, no kilometers, kilometers of, of tool, tool. flesh colored tool. Um, for those of you who aren't uh, Canadian or in any of the hundred and seventy plus countries that uses the metric system, uh, little fact: Do you know how many countries d- don't use the metric system? One, three. Ah. Uh. It is us, and then two very small countries that I don't even know the name of. <laughs> um, but yes, there are only three in the world. For those of you who live in one of those three countries, email us. It's a little over a mile. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like a mile of tool, a tool mile, if you will. Um, but he Which sewed is it like Mar a Lago. <laughs> a little over a mile of tool. <laughs> you come here for the political humor, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> The, 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 what do they say? The girls, gays, and theys. Thanks for coming. Um, so, yeah, just all this tool sewn up together, piled on top of each other. Um, not my favorite thing that he's done, but I didn't absolutely hate it. But not my favorite thing yeah, he's done. Yeah, I kind of I dug it in a sense that it was kind of, like, sexy in a way, just because it was... It was, it was everything. You know what it was? It's probably what Missy wishes she could do because mm-hmm. it was sexy, yet it was uncomfortable because it was all flesh colored. So it was a little weird, mm. but it was still sexy, kind of uncomfortable, sexy. and flesh color. That used to be my sex life. <laughs> oh, uh, I forgot my mom's life. I'm kidding. I've never had sex. I thought for sure. I'm not married. I've never had sex. I'm saving myself. I thought that that you were gonna say it was your nickname. Mm. Oh. Yeah, well, we were. It's at, coming. So we go to the store to get snacks before we come to the show, and we passed through the candy aisle, and there was something. There was a bag of something called small chunks, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's oh. what people call me." Small chunks. Small chunks. Um, anyway, yes. So that was that uh, was the Benjamin, uh, Missy ben? the Mohawk, who um, looked like a white Statue of Liberty lit up in candles with blood dripping on the front. That's. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna not trash her so much on this one because at least it looked like a garment, you know, True. and it, it did look like something that was very theatrical, something that could be, um, you know, like a part of a show that I would watch, and it did have it did have a cool reveal, like yeah, you know, I it we, started with the red heart of the ocean, <laughs> yeah, it was the red heart of the ocean, and then she had an uh, it was like on the neck, yeah, and, and so she, the but the premise of this of this character is that this person was stood up at the altar and and she's just devastated and like total Miss Havisham kind of a thing. She's just devastated. Yeah. And, and instead of going to therapy like the rest of us, 
She cuts she her throat. She took a cleaver to her throat. She took a cleaver to her throat. Uh, but it really what she does is she pulls at something, and that heart becomes this long red These ge- Like gems jewels. or something yeah. that drip, look like blood dripping right. down the front of her dress. And that was pretty cool. Of everything she's done this season, that is the best thing Missy has done. Yes. And I didn't hate it. Right. But it did look like the Statue of Liberty to me. Yeah. But you know the weird thing about her her whole setup was the story by the Swedes and her reaction to it. It was it was so delicious to watch. I have this thing, and I get that I lack emotions that other humans have. But the thing when people are say, paying people compliment or say something emotional and they grab their heart, they're like, oh, oh, oh. It's like put your hands down. Can I can I give an example of this? Sure. I really really want to tell people this. So. So I I was watching um, it was like surfing uh, reels or whatever on 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 Meta or whatever <laughs> the kids call it these days and there was there was this video of some of somebody who had just watched a Louis Capaldi video called um, Wish You the Best and their face looked like they were at like just the worst like funeral of their lives and and so somebody it was a video of someone watching somebody watch this video right and yeah. then they were like why are, why are you crying so much? it can't be that bad so they watched this Louis Capote video and then it cuts to them and their eyes are like bug-eyed or watery or crying and they're just like f you Louis Capote how dare you screw all of this and and then somebody else watched it and they were crying so I was like I'm gonna watch this video it is so sad. Okay, I because I've seen it. You watched it? I did, and, and I didn't cry. <laughs> I was annoyed, and here's why. Is it because the dog dies? Spoiler alert, dogs die. Um, is it that why everybody's emotional about this? No, it's because of the bond between a person and their dog and how the dog, like, the. it's not that the dog died, it's that the guy died, and then the dog got a new... Um, owner and help deliver the mail in honor of their dead owner and then the dog dies and then the guy puts the chain on the grave. Come on. You know what? I saw a movie back in the 90s, I think it was, with Kevin Costner called The Postman. That music video sucked as much as that movie did. Um, I don't get it. I honestly don't get it. So, the, so, 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 so this proves the point. So we were just saying you are not an emotional person yes. um, because and now you can carry on. I just wanted I to forget share what I was talking. About. I just wanted to share with everybody <laughs> what what that means to say that you're not an emotional person. Yeah, you were talking. We were talking about the Swedes' story about the. Oh yeah, when they're like oh, which, oh they uh, grab their a, heart. What an awkward story, so close yeah. to Christmas. So um. I completely forget oh, the details of the story. No, so so the, the you distracted me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just said you had no emotion, and I wanted to prove it. So it's true. <laughs> I honestly watched that video, and I watched a reaction video, and I had to turn it off because the person crying was annoying the crap out of me. <laughs> I told the story of the video at brunch before the Rays game, and just me telling the story made Jen cry. Ugh. <laughs> so anyway, you were, so you were just annoyed with they're telling the story, um, which is about um, a, a legend in Sweden where there was this woman that was getting burned at the stake and she she didn't, she oh, didn't yes. die. So then they stabbed her with a sword before they did. She gouged her eyes out. It was I feel like it was all about love. They basically described 
her outfit. Oh. And it's like she had candles in her hair and right. she was all in white. And I was like, so you're telling me that Missy cultural appropriated. She stole <laughs> a Swedish deity and turned it into some fan fiction art for herself. Do you think she do you think that they do you think that Jaime told her who the judges were gonna be? Mm-hmm. And so she she did Probably that when they were in bed together. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> anyway, we're reaching the I told you it was going to be 20 minutes, and we still don't, we haven't got to Diana. We do, we, okay. And we haven't told we won, and there's only five minutes okay. left. And we yet again, did, we're going to talk about gay days next year. Yes. All right, so. Okay, so Diana, Scissor Sister, um, another, it looked like she just piled stuff on top of each other, but then she added lights. So th- I, I appreciate yeah. your extra step, I Diana. know that you feel like that that was... Just I know, like yeah, this was together, one of your, you liked I kinda it. Liked I kind of liked it. I didn't, I, the whole piling on top is just a little much for me. Yeah, but this had like this design and the piles and, and to me like the the the, the looked, fiber optics yeah. look like bre- brush strokes. It looked and, better to me without the lights. When you turn the light on, it looked extra piled on and I didn't care for it. It was okay when the lights weren't on it. Yeah, I felt like uh, Diana had the best design of, of that, of that episode? You know, I'm sorry. I just, I maybe this is why we can't get to anything because we keep interrupting each other. But like, why? We should never do this again. We should only do like culminations of things because we spend 40 minutes talking about a show. Talking about a show we, we don't like. And we don't even know if anybody watches it. To Funny talk enough, about it. Um, of the three, I like Missy's best. <laughs> He's a anyway, convert. He also um, doesn't think dogs dying is a problem. So. All dogs die, but all dogs go to heaven, so it doesn't matter. Oh, there you go. Um, winner, uh, Benjamin. Oh, I thought you were gonna like oh go. do this whole thing winner, like they do. Igno- winner, commercial winner. Break. So and you do talk and you walk the walk. Get a new theme song for season two. Congratulations, Benjamin. Congratulations, um, Benjamin. You, I may not have agreed with everything you did, and you and Missy were supposed to go home, <laughs> and they let you stay. Don't think it's not lost on us that two of the top three were in the bottom, and you right. let them stay. You screwed over the other half. I will anyway, say this. you're adorable, and I'm <laughs> glad you won. <laughs> Missy would have gone home. Mm-hmm. And so it would have been Benjamin in the in yeah. The, the fact that Missy was in the top three and she should have gone home there, and Jaime saved Jaime. <laughs> uh, Jaime, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sorry, Ma. <laughs> Jaime said saved her and was like, um, "Oh, I can't send anyone home." <laughs> she weeped like she just watched that stupid dog video. <laughs> I'm like, pull yourself Maybe together. You're a judge. Did. Maybe she did. Anyway, uh, congratulations, Benjamin. <laughs> Not to take anything away from you. Congratulations. Um, I And I'm happy he won because I do find him attractive, and I think he's adorable. And there, I like he's him. adorable. He is. Sure. Did you like it when he had on those that Terrence's big glasses? He I did not care like for the glasses. Little, little, he looked like Harry Potter in a Frosted Mini Wheats commercial. <laughs> Get contacts. Other than that, I love you. <laughs> All right. So a uh, couple of things that I want I want to acknowledge real quick that the Tonys were last night and that two yes. for the first time ever two non-binary characters yes. won. Alex no- no- Noel no- Noel yes. who was in Glee uh, was one of them. I I end my notes that are in my office. I have the name of the other, but I think we should probably cover the, the Tonys in the next one. Sure. Uh, just because there was so there was so much LGBTQ about it, it was the host everything. Uh, so that's something we should do. We also want to acknowledge uh, we're recording this early. Uh, because we are about to head over to to the Pulse Memorial today is 
June, June 12th, 12th yes. and it is the <clears throat> seven-year mark of the massacre at Pulse. So we just want to acknowledge that that is going on, and we we'll sort of hit on that uh, a little bit in the next. Yeah, we'll talk about that well. in the next episode. Um, I don't know. Why I said um. That was it. <laughs> that was the end of my thought. <laughs> and and go wait on. for it. Um. God, I don't have anything. Good lord, I just blanked there. I was trying to look up the um the winners, the Tony winners, so I could give you the names. Jay Harrison Gee. Yes, and also um, Sean Hayes. Did he? Yeah, he won. I didn't watch. I, I just I, I looked it up. We I made in, all kinds of We notes. were on our way to back from Sebring, yeah. apparently, to have dinner at Cracker Bro when that was happening, so I didn't see it. But we'll watch it this week, yeah. and, we'll and we'll pretend it happened next weekend. Yeah, we'll, we'll refer back on it. Um, so until then. Are we done? Are yeah, we, is that done. it? I think we're done. Oh, how the time flies. Um, anyway, until next time. No, wait. You. Oh, I do say that. Until next time, the cork <laughs> is back in the bottle. <laughs>